okay, what do you get from each of the stores? Because there's no way that there's no way that he's getting a, a meal from each KFC, Hungry Jacks, and was it okay. Marcus? Well, if you think about this strategically, he goes to KFC specifically for, for like for no for chicken. Chicken. It has to be yeah. the chicken. Okay. And then Marcus. make it where are the burgers better. Where are the where are the burgers better. Oh, look, I'll check the tape. I'm pretty sure the burgers are better at Hungry Jacks. <laughs> they are better okay. at Hungry Jacks. And then finish off with a broken no, ice Macca's cream machine dessert. McFlurry. Macca's dessert. Yeah. Macca's dessert. Yeah, you go McFlurry. You go with McFlurry. Macca's right? desserts are elite. And that's all after going to the brothel, and then which he has, and then he of course, clear, clear, he clears he, the scenes of church the next the day. After, <laughs> he goes into that little room and just goes, "Cut!" It was a big night. Well, it's a po- so it's a post-workout feed. He has to hit all the all the oh, um, different has to hit you, all the different food in, groups. A hundred percent. Go home and then church in the morning. Church in the morning, man. Imagine. Uh, oh my god! Just imagine the imagine church going. In, you know how there's like, like confession. Oh, you know how you can go into the thing? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Go into that little yeah. room. Go into the little room. What? What? How? Have, how have you seen? Oh man! <laughs> uh, so, let me tell you. <laughs> it's like the Brock ad. Like, oh, big night? No. <laughs> Imagine how embarrassed you'd be the next day when literally all over the news is just some dude has gone to a brothel, Macca's, KFC, and Hungry Jacks, and then church, and you go, "Oh damn! Oh damn! That's damn. me." Who That's damn. Who the hell would do that? Does he have oh, to pretend sorry. around his friends that it's not him? Like, yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> no, so no, no, no. But he'd probably be the only one in Aubrey isolating. So he's like, oh, will we see you tomorrow night? Oh, I'll see you guys uh, in like fourteen days. Don't you worry. I'm just not feeling so, it. Oh, it's two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm actually getting shipped off. I'll um, I'll see you soon. Oh Ooh. man. That's but can you drop me some groceries every week? <laughs> Isn't Aubrey like across the border? Or is that Aubrey Wodonga? Is that called? No, so Aubrey's the good side. Wodonga is the bad side. I know Wodonga. Wod- I've heard of Wodonga. I've heard yeah, Wodonga is the bad side. Uh, both collectively is the ice capital of. Um, Australia. But if there's like a split, if it's like 60-40, is it 50-50? We talking seventy uh, thirty? It depends who you're talking to, Tim. It really depends who you're talking to. Some so people will say more Wodonga. Aubrey. Some people will say Wodonga. Right? It depends the type of what you're looking for. Really, is what it is. <laughs> Not that I would know. Just no. to clarify. You just happen to move down to Aubrey. Happen to move down to Aubrey after hearing that fact. You're just trying to close, um, it, close that supply chain down. I'm sick of it. Hello and welcome to the Get Around It podcast. I'm Ben Gray and alongside me as they always are, we have Zach Mankin and Tim Pereira. This week in the NBA, we're going to break down some NBA fights we want to see, some general takes from around the league. Five games of the week continues in the NFL. But first, the AFC seems to be heating up a little bit, gents, and it seems like who's going to take control of it is really up in the air. I'm going to get us kick-started on the first one, and I said it last week, and I'm going to say it again this week. Um, the Chiefs are coming. Yeah. The Chiefs are well and truly coming for the top of the AFC. Uh, we have put out a lot of hate towards Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs uh, over this season, and it appears as if they hurt us because now all of a sudden it looks like they're for real. Um, I have the Chiefs as looking like a team that could genuinely be the one seed by the end of the season for this AFC and probably get through the entire thing. Tim, how do you feel about the Chiefs? Are they one of your teams on this list? Oh, they are, and I hate, I hate that they are. Um, look, uh, since week eight, they've had the best defense in the league compared to compared to in the first seven weeks where they were the, statistically the worst. Um, Pat needs to stop turning the ball over, but oh, yeah. you, you get you get Pat and that team with that defense um, heating up. Damn, I was really hoping that <laughs> there were, all this talk about you know him being the baby go was over. Mm, I can I can see them making a run. Yeah. Are these oh, just to make sure we're doing to get the one seed in the AFC or the teams that we think can go all the way through the AFC? Either or, either okay. or. It doesn't matter. I don't think the Chiefs get the one seed, but I'm f- yeah, Chiefs are just they're going to keep it going, aren't they? It was fun while it lasted. It was really fun <laughs> while it lasted. I, the only thing you could say is their offense isn't quite back to where they're not that close to where they no. were. It's the defense. What they did to the Cowboys was utterly disgusting and should not be allowed to be played on national television, <laughs> what they did to Dak. Um, but you said it. Mahomes is still turning the ball over way too much, and Kelsey can't catch. Kelsey leads the team and drops. He has like Dang. eight on the year. And Jesus. I think that's an issue, but if their defense is this good and you're, really, you're asking Pat Mahomes to only have to make a few plays a game, 
that's frightening. And they definitely have the highest ceiling out of everyone in the AFC. I think that's okay. Because if they get it together, okay. it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Okay. Well, if you say they're not going to be your one seed, who's going to be the one seed in the AFC then, Rankin? So we're talking one seed, not, one seed, not win the AFC. Go one seed and then give me AFC. <laughs> Look, I'm going to stick with the preseason bet with the Titans. Okay. Just to keep okay. the good juju in the air, because obviously we've got some money on the Titans. <laughs> Yes. Positive reinforcement, manifest it. Mm. They're not good. I think they're probably the worst eight and three. They are up there with the Steelers last year of being the worst like eight and three team I've ever seen. Um, but their schedule is still really easy. I think that's that can't be understated. Like they've already played the Colts twice, and now they've still got mm. the Texans twice and the Jacks. Oh, the Texans one more Once. time, and the yeah. Yeah, which we thought were <laughs> lock, but you think they'd at least split it with the Texans, and they've got the Jags twice. I still think they'll just hold on. Rabel's done a pretty good job with them, even with all the injuries. But if we're talking to win at all, like, <laughs> I think the Patriots are like a decent, <laughs> a decent bet. I'm not gonna. We're not doing it again. But they're the they're the most well coached team in the AFC. And the thing for me is, all these AFC teams have massive flaws, and they have the potential to blow up on the big stage. I don't see the, I see the Patriots having the highest floor. If that makes sense. Like I don't see them mm. just blowing up on the big stage. Like. There's probably a few other AFC teams that their best will beat the Patriots, but the Pats are going to show up. So, and their defense is just amazing as well. Totally good defenses. The Pats defense, Matt Judon. I can't believe we let him go um, with the Ravens. Van Noy got, after getting cut by the Dolphins, now looking like what he did five years ago. Man, and obviously Mac Daddy. So, they're 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 still my pick to win the to win the AFC. Even with a rookie quarterback, you're still this confident he's in Mac Jones. He's not just any rookie, Ben. He's not just any rookie. <laughs> just, I just thought I'd ask. I just thought I'd ask. He's Even with a rookie, co- rookie You think AFC, AFC Championship, you would still back Mac Jones over those other quarterbacks that will probably be in there? It's more so how bad the other teams are. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, if the other three seasons prior, you put this Patriots team in, they wouldn't have a chance. But mm-hmm. this particular year, there's just so much turmoil with all these teams. Patriots are steady, and Mac Daddy's just gonna not. He's not gonna turn the ball over, which compared to everyone else is a blessing. Yes, so that's is. my thing. Tim, who have you got as a team in the AFC that you're feeling a little bit hot on? I hate to agree with him consistently, but Manx. God, Manx. Ben, can you just shut I mean, up real quick and let Tim can, talk? Can you can this dude think for himself for once? Oh my god. Uh, number one seed. Look. Again, posit- I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it out to the universe. We want this bet to win. So, we'll let, let's Titans, number one seed. That's, let's get that off first. Um, Pats, they are not just overperforming, but it seems like they are, like, they're, they're the most consistent. Like, they're steady. Like, they've lost the teams that they were supposed to, and they're winning games against teams that they should, plus, of course, teams where they have been ranked as the underdogs. Um, like you said, Manx, their defense is incredible. Mac Daddy is playing. He's not. He's not putting up tremendous numbers, but the eye test. I mean, Brady in his first kind of year when he took over Drew Bledsoe, similar numbers. And guess what, Manx? What did they what win that, that year? year? What happened that year? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that was the first of seven. That was the first. Of um, and there's a little bit of motivation, especially for Big Bad Bill, who is obviously the best coach in the league. Um, and I think this year is is confirmed that. And that's a bit like the last dance. The men in the arena is coming out. First two episodes drop soon, if not tonight. That's Tom Brady kind of that. That's he. He's put a crown on his head. Who wants to take it off? Bill, big bad Bill. Also, I expect ESPN to pay us for that plug. So, yeah. <laughs> ESPN Plus. Just for the oh yes, exactly. Uh, I guess another one that's in there and. I hated that the Patriots got mentioned. I had the Patriots down as well. But another one that thinks in there, and I hate them as well, and you're on for them, Tim. I think you know who I'm going to say. It's the Colts. Are the Colts? Are the Colts coming? I, I mean, I look. You're looking at def- you're looking at offensive stats. They're a top five offense, and then on defense, it's not as impressive. Um, but are the Colts coming, Tim? You've you were, you've been on the Colts since the beginning of the season, and I we gave you stick for it. But are the Colts coming, or is this just a late season push that's not going to matter? I think I think they're peaking at the just before the right time. I think they're going to go quite well. They could battle the Titans for the number one seed, um, in or like for the division, um, you know, to win the division. 
Um, but then I don't know. I just think I think in the playoffs it's a different story. Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor. Um, oh, oh my! Dude. Is that he could be the second coming of not not Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry's ability to lead a team? Because mm. at the moment it seems like Carson Wentz is doing what he needs to do. Um, is- <laughs> but but Jonathan Taylor four touchdowns uh. last game. Uh, against I can't remember who they played, but Bills. The, Bills. The, the, the Bills. That's right. I've blocked out of out of my memory because <laughs> won that. Um, but Ben, I think I think if they were, I think they're just peaking at the wrong time. Okay. Exciting stuff for next year when hopefully they can bolster their defense a little bit. They still have Carson Wentz under helm next year is the only issue they're going to have, Tim. So yeah. I don't know how likely that is. Hey, but... he, he was once an MVP, MVP candidate. Oh, um, my God. He may, he may get there. Oh, he still everybody. is, Tim. He still is. Don't let, <laughs> don't let <laughs> Ben get you, right? <laughs> I, so, yeah. I was, oh, was going to say, no one's got... You go. <laughs> no, you go. Take it away. No one's got the bills? Well, oh, we haven't got... No, I've got... They're on my list. But okay. to go with the Colts, I think they could make the AFC Championship game. I've decided that's their ceiling. Yeah, okay. Win Ooh. a couple. Wow, Again. Colts versus Pats? God, that's a throwback. Oh, Isn't that yeah, just that's fundamental football? <laughs> let's get a, let's get a let's solidify a run game. Let's get some good defense. <laughs> the thing with the Colts is, like, I thought about... They remind me of the Titans team that um, made the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago, where nice. they're not talented, right? Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> Carson Wentz. <laughs> let's yep. leave it there. But they know what they are. They can run the ball. When it comes to January kind of football... I feel like they're going to know who they are and they're going to be able to beat teams who might not exactly know who they are yet. So even if they're only a 9-8 and eight team, I can see them winning a couple of playoff games, but I do think winning three playoff games in the AFC is probably too much for them. But, mm. hey, it's fun. Carson Wentz, as long as you don't ruin it for everyone and throw <laughs> interceptions at the two-yard line, mm. they should oh, be all right. Jesus but Christ. the Bills, interesting. No one, no one even has them in their list as potential AFC title winners. No. You've got to put them in week there. If, by we, week. if we've talked about the Colts, surely someone's got to put the Bills in. Man, we all, we all saw what happened. They also barely put up nine points against the Jags. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what we're talking about. You, Tim, you, you mentioned the fact that the Patriots are beating teams they should beat and then beating underdogs and then being an underdog and winning. The Bills aren't doing that, quite frankly. And it's like, it, come January, like you said, it's going to be different. We mentioned it last week, choke of the year, the Bills for this, this whole season. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not on for them, man. I'm, I'm willing to go as far as saying they're not going to make the AFC Championship. Like, they're just... They don't seem to have it right now. Do you know... It, do you know what the seed they are right now for the playoffs start today? What? 27? They're the seven seed, and they're half a game out of not being in the playoffs. If the Steelers That's had nuts. beaten the Lions or held <laughs> off the Chargers yesterday, but Bills would not be in the playoffs, which I find oh crazy, considering I'm pretty sure they were the one seed two weeks ago. Yeah. Um. Again, I think it's way too... I think they could still win the AFC. I think you're underestimating... So you're overestimating how good the rest of the teams are in the AFC. Uh. Like, the Bills, their ceiling is right behind the Chiefs. Ceiling. I'm not saying... You've got to pull it off still on the, uh. sta- the big stage. But, listen, man. We saw what they did to the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I think about five weeks ago. Like, that's in them. I'm not saying it's yeah. consistent, but... If they get it going, but, I think the Bills can still they can still win the AFC easy. But that's five weeks ago, Chiefs as well. I think five weeks ago, Chiefs versus right now, Chiefs. Yeah. I, if, if five games of the week had Chiefs versus Bills today, I think I'd be taking the Chiefs. I know, but we've know. still got seven weeks for the playoffs. So like we don't even, like if we think about it like that, seven or six weeks, weeks six weeks to the playoffs. I know. Jesus. So I'm saying whatever we thought five weeks ago was ages ago, we've got another amount of that time mm. just to get to the playoffs still. Mm. That's nuts. I mean, if you flashback five, five-ish weeks ago, people were probably thinking that the Browns were going to be a contender. Um, yeah. I mean, are the, are the Browns done for the year? Is they're, this... not they're not on mine. Yeah, they're, they're not, not on mine. What Did I have... No. No. Yeah, right? It's just it's... the Baker's injury. And... Oh, man. He is so... He's broken. Banged up. Forgot he how to pay so football. banged up. Yeah. And He's just trying know, to play for rely... the contract year. That's all yeah. he wants to do. <laughs> And you can rely on Nick Chubb as much as you can, you know, as much as you want. But when your quarterback can't throw the ball, it's a little yeah. bit tricky. And you got Case Keenum coming out if if he goes down. How's Case yeah. Keenum not playing for Broken Make Baker? Surely Case Keenum's better than Broken. That Baker is the biggest him. insult. I mean, Lucky is getting paid a lot of money to be sitting on that bench. Yeah. But, mm. I mean, look, ben, I put my hand up to do it. Macon, I'm guessing, <coughs> I'm guessing you had 
the Baltimore Ravens on your list of look, AFC teams. Look, okay. Just give it to me. Give it to me. Get it over with. Okay. Look, I've said for multiple weeks that we're not very good, right? I've said that when we were, when everyone was ready to call Lamar MVP. Even I was like, we're yeah. not that good. But you can't deny a team that keeps winning, all right? The old saying was, good teams always find a way to win. Bad teams will always find a way to lose. We keep winning, all right? And even with all the injuries we've had, what are we? We're seven and three. Right, we're seven yeah. and three with a two seed right now, and we're not even playing our best ball. I just have quite confidence in our ability to win games where we shouldn't, and I think there's like a there's a belief in the team that we can win from anywhere, which we haven't had the last couple of years. Where mm. if we were down by ten, it's over. Just turn off the TV. It's done. Now, I think everyone in that whole team believes that we can win from anywhere. We are well coached, and I like the underdog mentality because we're a seven and three team that no one cares about, and I think that's a really yeah. good spot to be in because people are going to have to come through Baltimore if they want to make it through us in the AFC, but we'll still be underdogs. Look, I think it's hard to write us off. I think considering how bad the AFC is, I think it'd be really hard to write us off. All we need is a bit of Lamar magic in two of those three games in the AFC and our defense to win us the other one. That's the way I see it, and that seems possible to me. You two don't Tim, see it quite how do you How do you feel about that idea that this Baltimore Ravens team could be winning games in the playoffs? And we got Tucker. <laughs> That is true. You do have Tucker. That's the one thing I, I keep forgetting. 12 months ago, telling me he's dreaming. Now, come on. Damn. They, I said it a couple of weeks ago before Lamar was like 0 and 6 when trailing by, you know, two scores. He's now, this season, he's like 4 and 0. Yeah. You translate, he's going to be somewhat healthy, hopefully, coming into the, well, hopefully for the, the Ravens coming into the playoffs. I just feel like they've got that X factor. that And they, they do have that underdog mentality which, where they're coming in. Now, do I think they're going to they're gonna win the AFC? I have a quiet confidence that they won't. However, that number one seed, I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of scared because I want the Titans to win. But the Ravens yeah. just seem like they're, they're poised to do something. The one thing I will say, Baltimore at home, like if they did get the one seed, Baltimore at home might be a different perspective from me. Mm. Um, like if they had the one seed throughout the entire playoffs, I might change my mind. I'm obviously hoping that they don't for betting reasons. But man, uh, it's just, we say it every single, we've said it pretty much every single week. I, I, we don't understand how this Ravens team is still winning. And it took a crappy Bears team to get them another win this week. That was the craziest so, thing I've ever said in my life. I the fact that we won that Bears game. That. We didn't get we couldn't move the ball all game. Got down to the last minute thirty. We'd only scored nine points. Huntley just caught absolute fire down the stretch. Pass interference. Bears blew up. I'm telling you, God, man. You I think you're I think you're you're Bears. underestimating the ability for us to get the one seed. Like that's yeah. you're saying if we get the one seed, we're a we're a game back against the Titans team. That's in disarray at the moment so yeah revenation okay tell you what maybe i'll think about it i think one thing one thing i'll say about any of these afc teams though is that i'm in the camp that none of them win the super bowl and that an nfc team wins it wins it all i think regardless of who makes it out of the afc like that unless the the nfc team unless the chiefs sort it out legit yeah sorry unless the chiefs sort it out but i still feel like you give me a bucks you give me a cardinals (laughs) Um, Packers. You 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 even give me a Packers maybe, but but that requires them winning Vikings. the championship game. <laughs> Vikings. Dem boys. Dem boys. Uh, no, throw throw them boys out. Throw it through. They did just get absolutely trounced. Like I, I like all these teams. I don't know if I like the Rams more, but I like all these teams more than I like most of those AFC teams. Um, just feels like their flaws are a lot less. Yeah. Talking about flaws. <laughs> okay. That was a bit, that was a bit mean. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move over now. To our favorite segment every week. Five games of the week. Making what happened last week. What are the scores? How'd everybody go? What's what's coming up? I'm not even mad. Like, honestly, <laughs> some of the L's I've had to take this year are just absurd. That Chargers Steelers game. God, I love oh that That's what I lost. They hated me. They I hated me that. for taking that I one. I was watching that at work, <laughs> up by 17, at the start of the fourth. I'm like, awesome. Finally got one. Right, all the bring it all the way back to lose by four when we had him at minus four and a half just oh, sums that. up my year. I honestly feel <laughs> it's been brutal. I got the Colts right. I wouldn't say I was expecting yep. a thirty point win, but I got the win. <laughs> um, what was the other one that I lost? Oh, the Cowboys. So the score lines currently 
Uh, I'm on 23 or 54. Ben's on 27 or 54. Tim's on 28. So I think, ben, I think so Tim, and I, Tim and I went two or five. Ben went three or five. I'm pretty sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Big week. I just That's can't get away pick. from you, Ben. Yeah, baby. I'm sticking around. I want you. I don't want any of the Mankin. Jesus. No, you don't That's have fair. any at the moment, so it's fine. <laughs> um, um, no, okay. I, I, so obviously, I went through these five already. One of them I thought was easy. The other four are brutal. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. Um, we'll kick it off. I'll start off with the one that I thought was easy. We've got the Rams going into Green Bay. Um, obviously, Rams coming off the bye, but the Packers are, with even money, Packers are one-point uh, favourites. So you're basically picking to win the game. I'm picking the Packers. I've said from the start, I think they're my NFC champs. And obviously, the Rams coming off the bye is always a little bit scary, but they've been very weird the last mm. few weeks. And I'd rather take the Packers to bounce back from, the, from Captain even, Kirk. Even with so. Aaron Rodgers coming off a toe injury and not being 100%. <laughs> I don't care, bro. Packers and four. <laughs> <laughs> mm, you can no, take I think I think look, coming off a bye. Tim, you love Matt Stafford. Come on, what are we even explaining this for? You love Matt Stafford and the Rams. Yeah, but at no, home. No, he doesn't love at that home. Much. Sorry, on the road. I just think the Packers want the Packers want it more. So I'm okay. going to Packers. Is it Packers minus one? Yeah. Packers minus one in Green Bay. <sighs> yeah, give me the Packers. Come on, that's an easy one. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Now we move into the fight. An absolutely huge game for the ones, the Tennessee Titans. An absolutely huge game for the ones. Ended about 45 minutes later, as Titans at five and a half point underdogs. What? That is, their injuries are pretty bad. They are pretty banged up everywhere. I didn't know, I'm not doing this one first. I've got my pick, I'm going to let Tim go first. I thought, we'll mix it I around. thought the Pats were underdogs. I was, I had no. Pats plus the points easy. No. <laughs> Five and a half as well. Obviously, Titans are banged up. Like, how banged up? Like, five and a half points banged up. <laughs> in Foxborough? Yes. In Foxborough. Oh. Tim, 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 we need... We okay, need... hold on. Sorry, I'm just having a look at... So oh, AJ... this should be loud. Where's Kim? Just... The... Come on, Tim's where's the a, shot Tim's clock? doing a goddamn injury well, Matt, report. Ben, you can, you, can, you can go through if you want. No, I'm not. I don't need to. Shot clock, sir. penalty points? You think it's a penalty points? God. That I'm is... willing to penalize a point. No, you're not. This is not, okay. <laughs> fine. Hey, up, make the choice. Look, Pats Titans, man. Pats, Pats Titans. Titans are uh, five and a half point underdogs. I feel like Titans are chippy. I'm gonna do points. Points and Titans. Oh, man. Ben in what Foxborough. What's the well? great line? Foxborough. Man, the mind just goes. See, I, unlike Tim, I don't need injury reports and things like that. It's all on gut. That's what I've been riding this entire five games of the week. And when this game pops up, there's only one thing going through my mind, and that it's the Titans at plus. Five and a half, um, because I love I love points, and they surely they can't be five points better than the Titans. Wow, right? surely. Yeah, I did Titans plus five and a half as well, Woo! but didn't enjoy it. It's mm. obviously Damn. the injuries, but what got me over the line is Vrabel's got a pretty good record against the Pats. Bit of history with them. Again, I think I know the injuries, but an eight and three Titans team to five points. I think the Pats are two and four at home this year or something. Mm. Yeah, it's too many points, but scary. Next one, Tampa Bay mm. against the red hot Indianapolis Colts. Uh. We have the, I think it's in Indy. Uh, yeah, it is. We have the Bucks' three point favourites going into Indy against the Colts. This one's tough. We'll let Ben go first this time. We'll move it around. I can go first if you want. No, because oh, okay. you want to go first. No, he wants to go first. You don't oh, want yeah, to go sorry, first. We can't, we can't give him first. that. We can't give him that. Um, Tampa Bay Colts three. You said it was three, three. Um, T. Brussels on a had a really great game against the Giants. Just get to get warm. I, my my gut just tells me the second I saw this gut told me the Bucks. I'm going Bucks, Bucks at minus three. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it's pretty easy for me. Yeah. Wow. Minus three. Wow, that's three from three for all of us. This could be a, this could be a very easy week coming up. <laughs> what do we do next? We'll do the. <laughs> your, yeah, segment, We've got the Browns and the Ravens in Baltimore. Mm. A lot of questions, obviously, because Lamar is questionable, which is probably why it's Ravens as four point favorites, minus four. The Ravens don't like the minus four. Anything over a field goal, you've really got to. Really tough. I'm a homer, so I've obviously gone Ravens minus four, regardless of what Lamar happens to Lamar Jackson, because Huntley is the next coming of. Joe Montana, so it's fine. 
but I'm interested to see what you two do. <laughs> Sam, what are you feeling? Pretty easy. I uh, don't trust the Browns at all. I'm going Ravens. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go Ravens too. And minus oh four. <laughs> so are we just are we just cancelling out this week for Megs? <laughs> <laughs> This is a tampering going on in here. We've got last game. We have the Vikings going into San Fran. Two five and five teams trying to keep the season alive. Vikings plus three. Vikings in the field goal going into San Fran. I'm going last to stop tampering. Ooh, wee. So I'm going to let Ben That's go interesting. first. Vikings plus three. Vikings plus three. Any, going any into given San Fran. Sunday is how I like to feel about this one. So give me the Vikings at plus three. I I thought the um I thought the Vikings were under uh, sorry had the uh, Vikings minus three, um coming in, but and I and I still had them so give me give me Vikings plus three that's that's me there. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> no, you see, I've got Vikings plus three, but it's just a complete wipe <laughs> of a week if I do Vikings. So part of me is like, let's just mix it up a little and let's just go against the gut and let's just take the Niners just to give ourselves mm. a chance. You're running out of weeks, Macon. You're running out of weeks. I am running out of weeks. <laughs> you just want me to put 49ers. Nah, fuck you, man. I'll do Ooh, just for okay. Shits and <laughs> okay. I'm back. I'm going to. My basis of going against my guard is can Captain, Captain Kirk, big win against the Packers. Yeah. Emotional win. Just gets to him a little bit. That's the first big win of the year. Is it prime Give me. Time? Oh, no. Oh, here we go. We didn't check that. I didn't check that. Oh, well. Oh, it was too late, but. <laughs> No, not prime time. Not prime time. There's Packers-Rams at the same time. No way they show it over that. Easy. That's fine. Captain, unvaccinated Captain Kirk, not on prime time TV. With the points, Uh, give it to me. The thing is, is if I switch... Am I allowed to switch? Because if I switch, then I go... I have a chance to to tie Tim, is the thing. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, no. Hold on. What does first place get? First place gets the big goal. God, everything to play for. So much still to play for. Handmade by me. Oh, hand, handcrafted your grace by me. Too. That just sounds. Can you, can you present them? Lovely. Can you present them to us, like or formally? Mm. No, you don't get a presentation. <laughs> get on your knees. Everything. You McDonald's toys. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> That's the last like podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna kick it off with the greatest story coming out of the NBA all year. Isaiah Stewart beat LeBron. I reckon second round knockout I would have predicted if they'd let him go. He had a good 20-yard run-up until he was stopped by Kate Cunningham who ruined all the fun. Um, that was cr- I, I think it's been blown out a little bit but it was definitely crazy. Mm. Isaiah Stewart was going to kill King, the King James. He was not oh letting him up. God. Um, he was going to try to kill the King James. He would have. I would have backed Isaiah Stewart. James was it? Have, did you see? Did you see the fury in Isaiah Stewart's was... eyes as he sprinted <laughs> full court through through just grown men to try and beat? That was up the best James twenty yard Tim. rush the Detroit's had mm. all year. <laughs> it wasn't even by the lines. Uh, my big thing. Did you see? Um. Did you see see Westbrook square up? Oh, come on, Westbrook. <laughs> he was bro. so. He was getting like he was getting pulled back by a trainer. He just kept squaring up. It was. The greatest. Yeah. All I saw out of Westbrook was, "Please don't trade me." That's what those hands were. <laughs> I'll protect you, LeBron. Please don't trade me. Uh, well, that does bring us to just a little fun segment. Not that we really know what fun is, no. um, but we assume this would be fun for the listeners, um, and that is a bit of a, a get around it fight night, and pretty simple. We've looked, or I have looked into some of the NBA, you know, some of the NBA players and seeing who would match up well and who would win in a fight. Now, this is a boxing match. I mean, you know, cross-code boxing has become massive at the moment. Um, And so I'm going to present the first matchup to both of you. So this is who you think will win in a fight. Boxing? Um, We've got UFC, we've got boxing. How many rounds? How many rounds? Okay, we're going. We're going. Okay, I think. think We've we've got a main event. So the main event is, of course, like the normal boxing match. That would be twelve rounds. These ones, let's say six. Let's let's keep it six rounds for the first four. We're going lightweight, and they have fought before. They have thrown punches before. 
and I thought it would be rude not to include them. So we've got one Rajon Rondo versus one Chris Paul. Wow. Mm, that's a tough one. This isn't even the main that's event. A tough one. This wow. isn't the main event. It's a hell event. of an undercard. Wow. Hell of a way to kick it off. Damn. Right. Do you want to go first, Ben? I, don't, I need to think about that. Man, I got I got Rondo six foot one, one eighty pounds, and then I've got Chris Paul at six foot one seventy five. I think Chris Paul, we've seen it. He he likes to flop. He doesn't really have it. I think he's a fake tough guy, and I think Rondo is a tough tough guy. See, I'll um, raise you on so that. I'm going to raise Rondo. you on that because I think Chris Paul, the art of boxing. I feel like Chris Paul would have the moves down pat. You know, like Tyson Fury would put his weight on Deontay and stuff like that. CP would have that mm. all down pat. But again, Rondo, I feel like Rondo's got the reach though, because Rondo's actually got quite long arms and big. I feel like he'd have the. He does have the reach. I think if it was 12 rounds, I'm going to take CP to win a, you know, bit, bit of a okay. marathon, but the six round sprint, give me Rondo. Give me Rondo. Bang. I'm going to go Rondo. Give me Rondo every day, Tim. I like it. I like it. Now we're going to flash back into last year, the first round of the playoffs, where there was a bit of jawing between these two players. Uh, our next fight, our middleweight fight, is between one Jay Crowder. And one LeBron James. Oh, come on now. Macon, get us started with this one. What are we... Like... Sorry, let me just wait for the, for the freight train to pass Tim's house. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Where the hell are you looking? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, man, LeBron's a physical specimen. I feel like it's tough to go against. Anyone that's uh, going to go in the ring against 6'9", 280, LeBron James. Jay Crowe's like... Yeah, I'm just going to take LeBron. I'd love to see Jake Crowder Come on, man. Though. That's a first rank. That's a that's on the multi as a first rank KO. Oh, 100%. Jake Crowder doesn't make doesn't even make it out of the first round. I think like this would be this would be like if Paul Gallen decided to fight Floyd Mayweather. Um and you know, yeah. Floyd Mayweather obviously gets knocked out in the first round. Is how I was that would say, go. Is what sure this feels you're like. the right way around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No chance. All right. Perfect. Now, this is just going to be like a little um you know, a little kind of... It's an undercard for the undercard um, before the heavyweight fight. Carl Anthony Towns versus Jimmy Butler. Oh, I was going to say Jonathan Bede, but Jimmy Butler. Well, I put that down originally as my heavyweight, but I decided... I feel like that's I one I want to take Jimmy just to beat the shit out of Cat. Just with the dog. I feel like Cat's oh. not going to enjoy it. Cat would not enjoy a fight. Cat's... Cat's a wimp. He's a wimp. Cat's a wimp. He doesn't stand a chance. What the hell? Like, he does have the reach, though. Jesus. Cat's 6'11". Jimmy's 6'7". <laughs> yeah, no, I don't seven. think that'll matter. I think Man. Jimmy gets under there. It just gets uh, right up in his face. That's a lot of get under there. Once body Jimmy gets those hands on him, it's day. over. It's... Oh, my God. I don't get... Yeah. That's a fun one, because it's... it's both that's a fun Jimmy. one. It's like in, like, the Coliseum. At the Coliseum, they used to have these, like, interims yeah. where they put out, like, the, the chained-up, like, prisoner against, like, a lion, just for fun. That's yeah. what that is. Mm. That just gets the crowd back into it. Put cat in it's there. like um, it's like Troy. Have you seen Troy with Brad Pitt? Okay, don't worry then. You met Troy like from High School Musical. I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, that is well. That is well. Troy versus Troy's what? dad in High School Man, Musical. Man, is, is he better? He better be the main event. Troy Bolton <laughs> versus Chad. That Ooh, better Troy be versus Chad. What this main event is. Troy oh man. Uh, all right, and the final. Well, the 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 heavyweight fight. I um I just changed it off cuff because I thought thought about this one dwight howard versus boogie cousins dude, that's a lot of dude oh, one ring. that's a lot of dude oh, oh this is this the 12 rounder that's just a... this is not okay. the 12 rounder they they're not making, making it 12. through 12 rounds they're making 12 i feel like this is a second third round knockout this is like a three round super fight oh. man i feel like dwight's this is a dwight might be a, he might be a bit of a bitch Boogie would choose death. I guess. It, are we doing right now? I guess is the other question. Boogie won't be able to. Well, Boogie won't be able to move this right now. He's, Boogie's. Should we? Should we? <laughs> Boogie's in a wheelchair. Should we do? Should we do? Because Boogie isn't currently on a team. Prime. Prime, prime Boogie, Boogie versus Prime Dwight so, in the. So ring. we go 2015 Sacramento Boogie versus 2009 Orlando Dwight Howard. Oh. Man, but I'm taking Boogie. Dwight's taking got the Boogie. shoulders. You've seen his shoulders mm, and his length man. that he's got. Man, his build. Yeah, but Boogie, Boogie's probably going to put weights in his like gloves. Like, Boogie, wants to, like, Boogie is winning that fight. It might get turned around like three months later when they do the drugs test comes back, but Boogie's winning that fight on the night. Just on pure dog, surely. Pure dog. Yeah, I guess DeMarcus Cousins wins on pure dog. All okay. Right. All right, I like That's that. That's a good one, Tim. Now, one. the main event. This, These two don't play in the NBA anymore, but I thought 
This is too big of a matchup not to do it. And big's the prerogative word here. Celtics Isaiah Thomas versus Nate Robinson. This is the main event. This is twelve rounds right here. That is well more than twelve rounds. This is this is feather. This is like lighter than featherweight. This is this is the big one. Oh man, man! I need to brush up on my how tall how tall these NBA players are. Nate Robinson five nine one eighty. Isaiah Thomas five nine one eighty five. Wow, that's that's an even that is an even matchup. Uh, Is this is this before or after the hip injury? Okay, let's give it before. Both of them are healthy. Okay. But pre 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 (laughs) Nate pre Nate Robinson getting laid out by Jake Ball. So it's it's prime Nate Robinson Robinson. dunking over Shaq Nate Robinson. Versus prime I'm gonna take Nate. I'm taking Nate just because of the dog. I don't know if IT's got the IT's a bit, IT's a fourth quarter machine, but yeah, so man. you think he's going to close it out? If the if if the fight oh lasts, if, if nah, this goes Nate, to twelve, Nate, if this goes to twelve, Nate king of the fourth quarter, Nate knockout. Nate Nate finishes it off in the tenth. Get me past the tenth. Got a bit though? more dog than IT. Get me past the tenth. Isaiah, Nate's got a bit Isaiah more moves, make it. I don't think you're thinking about how much how quick Isaiah was before so he got injured. Nate. Nate was Nate was in a dunk contest. Wasn't yeah, he? Nate was a vertical movement. Nine. There's no vertical movement in boxing, make I don't know if you ever watched a boxing match before. <laughs> There's no vertical move. Nate Robinson can't just <laughs> jump over sure, Isaiah Thomas. I'm pretty sure Nate's athleticism can translate to lateral movement <laughs> if he needed it to. If the hoop was sideways in basketball, Nate Robinson could find a way to explode that way. All right. Um, Tim, who have you got on this one? Did you have a Did you have a horse you were backing? I think I'm kind of with Manx on this one. I think Nate. I just think athleticism. I think I feel like he's got explosive power that translates to punches, and I think mm. he's knocking Isaiah Thomas out. And we've seen Isaiah with, with one less tooth. We're going to see him with a lot less teeth after this. Nice, nice. Okay, I'm willing, I'm willing, to, I'm willing to second that. Nate Robinson, that's a big main event. That is. That, that Bookie Cousins uh, switch, Bookie Cousins, Dwight Howard switch to Isaiah Thomas, Nate Robinson, that's, wow. Everyone's going to need booster seats stuff. just to be. <laughs> I've got one. I've got another historical fight at the top of my head. Bill Lambeer, mm-hmm. the Pistons mm-hmm. center. Will Chamberlain. Oh, oh. Because mm. Bill's got the dog. Mm, yeah. Bill's got the they, a lot they of Will? dog. They did fight, didn't they? What Bill, Bill and, and Will, Will Chamberlain? Chamberlain. Oh, no, hold on. I'm thinking. That'd I'm thinking about. Who am I thinking about? I think I'm thinking about um, Shaq and not Bill and Will. Not no, Bill you're Will. thinking of the Celtics guy. Um, man, really Scalabrini. old dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bill Lambier, uh, Robert Parrish. Bill Lambier fought Robert Parrish is probably who you're thinking about. Did he? Yeah. Robert Parrish laid him out with a big old elbow oh, to the chin. Wilt is, just so we're clear, Wilt was 7'1", 275. Um, Bill Lambier is 6'11", 245. William Chamberlain used to spit on people cause they, in the mm. elevator because they said, how's the weather up there? That's the funniest story I mean, I've ever heard in my life. You, you think that... Will Chamberlain's going to take any shit from Bill Lambier? I I don't think yeah, he stands Bill, a chance. I got Bill. Really? Got Bill yeah, Bill's the underdog. Oh my god! He's coming in at like two dollars thirty, but I'm taking Bill. No way. I'm actually again weirdly starting with Mankin. I oh feel like my god. one Bill's got more experience. The amount of fights oh he was with. My god. Yeah, hundred percent. Wilt's Wilt's used to being mm. the bully. Bill's going to mm. get in there, get up in his... Will used to fight with react. Bill Russell. Who are we talking about here? Oh, he was skinny. Oh, come on. Bill Lambier ain't Great, got great Bill, fight, man. though. Great fight. That'd that's a, a historical that's a nice fight. Historic one. Have, well, we're split on that, so that one would be mm. great that's fight. a great fight. Oh, man. That's what Bleacher Report should do instead of doing that one-on-one. Have you seen the 1v1? Like, Giannis, yeah. did a, Giannis went against Wilt. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. Oh, wow. Jeez, very critical. Jeez, I'm going to be a fan when a it's bit. LeBron just, versus just... MJ and LeBron absolutely dominates. Oh my god. That's why the video has to come out because it's actually on the deal when they did that. Okay. Oh my god. Right. Should we move ourselves back to the real world? Yeah, let's do it. Just to mix it up. Um, another big week in the NBA. Uh, I've got a few talking points, a few things that have caught my eye, a few strong standings I now have. Um. Well, let, I'll let someone else start. Let's go, Tim. Considering the, you are the fighting manager, <laughs> we'll let you carry over. Um, what, did, what did you say this week? I saw... I'm throwing it to the Lakers. And my question I want to pose to you guys are, are we ready to sell the Lakers as champions for this year? 
Um, at the moment, they're playing probably below mediocre. Um, Westbrook and LeBron cannot be on the court together, and we've seen. I mean, we saw that with Detroit. I mean, great, great game by Westbrook to, to um, you know take him back when LeBron left. But this that trade is not working, and I remember reading LeBron has been quoted about you know, talking about urgency in November. When the hell has LeBron ever spoken about urgency this early on before the playoffs? So. Are we? Is this team destined for the playing tournament? Are we ready to sell them as champions? I'm pretty close. I'm pretty close. Ugh, man. Makes I don't know about you. I don't like I don't like the Lakers either, and I don't like I don't like the way that LeBron's looking at the moment either, in terms of pick Bron Bron and what Bron Bron would need to be on this team. I'm not positive on the Lakers either. I'm going to second Tim's thoughts, making surely this is a three way tie of. The Lakers ain't it. I'm 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 a week away from Uh-oh. joining you. I just <laughs> LeBron's been out. He's only played eight games. So regarding the fit, that's 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 obvious, right? We knew this was going to be weird. That needs a lot of time, and not just for the playing wise. I think Vogel needs time to work that out. That's not something that can be fixed very quickly. And obviously they they just got THT back, who doesn't sound like much, but I think the fact that they kept him with and didn't try and get Buddy Hill and stuff. They obviously see something in him that we didn't see in the off-season. There's a reason why he's there. My point is, now that he's back, we can finally see what the hell that's on about. I mean, you say that, but they also apparently saw something in Russell Westbrook and traded for him. I mean, and we're seeing how that's going. Yeah, okay, you hate Westbrook. What are we we doing? Come on. The other thing is, apparently Kendrick Nunn's a big deal that he's been out, but I don't know how much I believe that. I kind of agree with that. I quite like Kendrick Nunn. So that's... A couple of, obviously with LeBron's been out, need a bit more time. But the LeBron thing, low, career low in free throws so far, three free throws. That means a lot Eek. because there was I can't remember who said it. Someone I think Larry Bird said it. It's like the the older you get and like the whole wear and tear, the more you start shooting further away. Career high in threes as well, and career low in um, free throws. So LeBron's definitely moving back. Mm-hmm. He might be saving himself for playoff LeBron, but that is an issue. It's more the defense is what's killing them. That's my thing. They can't stop anyone. They literally can't stop anyone. And the problem is they're, they're closing fives right now. They have to choose either all out defense and no offense or all out offense and no defense. <laughs> yeah. There's no middle ground going on there. They're going to need a few trades. Let's just wait till everyone's healthy. I'm, I'm a couple of weeks away, but I do think there is an issue there for sure. Mm. Okay. Okay. Let's jump to another team that having issues um i don't know i'm sure we all saw it the rockets are on track to be the worst team in nba history by record um projected to have just six wins on the entire season yeah apparently they're projected to have just six wins uh which is by far the closest to that is the uh 1972-1973 philadelphia 76ers who were nine and seven three seventy three jesus um, so, I would love if they didn't get the first pick as well. Oh, wouldn't it just be beautiful? Um, so that's pretty awful. And then all this talk about the fact that John Wall is getting paid $42 million to not play a single game for them. I just think it's nuts what's going on in Houston right now. Um, I mean, obviously they got Jalen Green and the next coming of God in Alperin Shangun on their team. But this is it looking like a bad season this year. Is it going to carry over into next year? I know, Macon, you said earlier you weren't positive about this Rockets going forward. Are you still in that boat in terms of, like, this is going to be a bad season, wash it, and it's just going to keep being bad? Or what's your thoughts? Don't think it's a good idea to have a young team with a losing culture. <laughs> I don't see the benefit. Even if the best-case scenario, they get the number one pick next year, whoever that be, if it's Chet Guy or someone else, and they're a stud, that losing culture is still there. They did do something, but... They can't move the John Wall contract, and that's, what, at least 45% of their cap space. they got Eric Gordon gets a fair amount as well. I think he's on about 18 mil a year. Uh, They're a mess. It's, don't, don't get me wrong, though. Nuts. Pelicans will come after that record for the worst team. Pelicans are really bad. And Zion's still a couple of weeks ago, so there's a bit of competition there. They want to be the worst team. They're going to have to work for it. So, I'm not sure. Well, Marv, my, my, I've got a question for you guys. Do you think guaranteed contracts in the NBA should be reassessed? For no. these exact, for no. these exact, no, no, you're not pro player they... like to better know. I'm a GM. I'm a capital. I'm a capital. I'm a capitalist at heart. 
that's the difference between us as GMs is we're able to understand and relate to the players, and that's why they want to play for us. And that's why we win. Because we're pro that's why, our that's why we win. We and I think uh, they've decided margins, not to margins. play. They've decided not to play John Wall. Like John Wall can play. This yeah. is not a Ben Simmons situation or a Michael Porter Jr. situation where there or are other circumstances or a Lou Dang situation. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Lou Dang. This is this is a decision they made to trade for him, knowing the contract, and then decided not to play him. John Wall would, would play tomorrow. What, what he would give you, I don't know, but he would play tomorrow. So, uh, guaranteed contracts, Jesus Christ, Tim. Hey. The NFL's, like, come on, man. Pro Jesus. player here. We're, we're not an anti-player establishment here. Look, well, I'm, just, I'm, just posing, I'm just posing the question. I mean, again, Luol Deng getting paid more than Melo and most of those, um, those veterans. It's got these yeah, that's a bad business decision. If you make a bad trade on a stock market, you can't just take it back because you don't like the way it's gone. Don't pay him next yeah. time. Yeah, and the thing with the uh, John Wall thing, if it was the Wizards, I would feel bad for them because they paid him before he got the injury. Mm. And then, but there is some stuff that they can do. I'm pretty sure they can get like a salary cap exceptions for the injuries like that, where they can get mm. some of the. They've got to, still got to pay him, but they can get some of the space back. No, yeah. I got no time for the Rockets. You traded for that contract. Like that's. That's a whole other level of dumb. Unless it was really smart because they knew they were going to sit him and it would be easy to tank. In that mm. case, brilliant stuff. Because $45 million tied up in John Wall. Um, so while, we've, while we're at the bottom of the West, San Antonio Spurs. They've got 4-13, 4-12. and But does Pop really want to be part of the full rebuild that this looks like it's going to be? Like, full rebuild. We're talking decade rebuild to work out what the hell went wrong here. I think they've got. They've either got to do something that gets them at least back into that playing contention in the West, or get rid of Pop and don't make him be part of this because it's going to be horrendous. I wanted to know what you two on the spot. What what's the move for the Spurs? Because they feel very lost at the moment. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Is Pop's never well. Pop's Pop's been very lucky, and he said it in an interview. How to be successful as a GM is draft Tim Duncan and just go from there. Um, not to say that he was lucky in that, but you know he had David Robinson, Tim Duncan, two of the greatest big men of all time as part of his teams, and then had Tony Parker, Patty Mills, um, Manu Ginobili as part of his teams. And it's going to have to be a big rebuild. As much as I love Dejounte Murray, I like Lonnie Walker, I like these young guys, but this team is just like stuck in no man's land right now. And we knew at the beginning of the year they weren't going to be good enough to make the play-in, and it's evident now. But they're also not bad enough to be the Rockets, is the thing. They're quite clearly not bad enough to be the Rockets. So I don't really... It's, it's like and it's like, the, it's like the Pacers, where they just sort of sit in this middle ground where nothing happens. And if you pop, do you even want to leave on a losing season, I guess, is the hard bit. He, it feels like he should have left years ago just to save that moment, but... I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would say that he should leave, Tim. How do you feel about it? Completely agree. I think while Pop is one of the greatest coaches to ever break, you know, ever ever step foot on the court um, and, and coach a team, I just think I think it, it doesn't tarnish his legacy at all because, look, look, you know, um, Kawhi went, you know, re- Kawhi requested a trade and no one, no one was really thinking that he was going to do that. Um, I mean, of course, after he did that, little different story um DeRozan went I mean they've drafted well like you said Ben they've got some really good young pieces but Pop's Pop's not a young guy anymore and seeing them develop it it, first of all it takes a lot of um you know a lot of strain on him and his family and you know I think maybe this this role has been extremely good for him in terms of for personal reasons you know from the from you know things that happened in his life previously and the losses that he faced but i think i think he he's ready to to step down now i know there's a lot of talks about uh, a lot of talk about you know potentially his replacement being becky hammond who is would would and i think the spurs have a chance to be extremely progressive here and potentially promote a woman as to be the first head coach of an nba team which, you know, as a GM, just even looking at from a, not just a marketing perspective, but from a, um, a quality and also affirmative action perspective, I think that's a great way to kind of move forward. Um, you know, and if, if something happens, then of course they've tried that. But I think, Pop, I think Pop deserves better to be 
you know, kind of on a, a team that's rebuilding. I think he's put too much effort into it. Yeah, and it's, it's, it sucks. It sucks, doesn't it? It sucks. He deserves well, so much better. I thought I had a different view. I thought if Pop needs to do something to just rejuvenate the old soul for a few more years of Spurs dynasty building. Go to the Knicks. Didn't think about that. I'll <laughs> put a little pin on that. Dibs <laughs> out. Um, they should trade for Ben Simmons, the Spurs, and pair them pair him with Dejounte Murray. Mm, that was... At least that gives them Ben the defensive coverages. Oh we would be God. running oh in San Antonio. Defense would be incredible. And I know everyone keeps saying Simmons to the Kings, right? Oh, because geez. then he has his own team. Simmons doesn't need more freedom. He needs less freedom. Mm. He needs someone he's actually going to listen to. Pop might be one of the only people. If you're not going to listen to Pop mm. as a player, like there's no hope for you. I just think they need they need to do something, and I think the idea of like just fleetering off the rest of the year, just slowly dying away. I just it's very unspurs to do that. I'm more. I feel like it's more likely they make a big move, and they go for someone like a Simmons, just trade everything but Dejounte Murray probably. Yeah, I was um, gonna say I'm trying to pull up the trade machine as we speak and trying to figure out what you even trade for Ben Simmons. As a GM, like let's say you're GM of the Spurs right now, Ben Simmons is on the trade market. You're actually picking up the phone, make it. <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> what, like what else are you gonna do? At least you take a chance. Because best case scenario, you've got the best defensive backcourt of all time into <laughs> John Tim Murray and Ben Simmons, and even... teach Ben Simmons how to shoot free throws. Like, just get that down bad. I Listen, think... I just think it's worth it's worth the punt. It's better than the Kings. If the Kings trade for Simmons, that's just that's doesn't make very, any sense to me. At least Kings the Spurs. Thing to do, though, is, is it's very Kings thing be. to do, and it's just not going to work. I could see Ben Simmons working in San Antonio. But your picks, you'd have to give up picks if you're San Antonio, and your picks are valuable if you're going to stink, is the issue. Yeah, but they're valuable, so be, you wouldn't have to give up as many as you think. Oh, man. You'd give up this, you'd probably give up this year's and then give up one in like four years' time because you're banking on the fact in four years' time you're going to be good. So mm. you're really only giving up this year's. Which few, is a big one. You know, Lonnie Walker, and you've got some other guys there in the Spurs. Jack of Pertle. Well, in terms of cap, all you need to do is trade Derek White and Thaddeus Young in terms of cap. Mm. Um, Thaddeus Young, is a someone, he's been getting talked around as a trade. But good teams want Thaddeus Young. Yeah, 14 million as well. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's nuts. So, look, I just think that's a possibility. I think that's what they should do. I think that makes more sense than letting Pop die, basically. Okay. I mean, it'd be nice. We'd all like to see that. Um, yeah. Tell you something else I'd like to see is I'd like to see the Pacers stop existing as an NBA franchise. Um Probably one of the most useless franchises I've ever seen. Is that that has um, nothing to do f- with today's blowout win against you guys? <laughs> <laughs> they, they did get by thirty. Yeah, but we were missing key pieces. Alex Caruso wasn't playing. Were you? Alex Caruso did, did wasn't you have playing. Zach Levine and Demar Derozan Alex, Car- Alex Caruso wasn't playing. All all NBA so, defense. Alex Caruso wasn't playing. So I don't want to hear it. Um, I, I think they're a useless franchise. They're currently at eight and eleven. Who and like who the hell has Malcolm Brogdon as their background on their phone? Right. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody has Malcolm uh. Brogdon as the background on their phone. I I don't. This, this team is so nothing. Like we talked about, the Spurs just sort of sitting in limbo. This feels like another team where every single year they're never going to be good enough to win it, but they're not bad enough to actually lose. And it's just like, what's the point of this franchise just sitting there? Nobody really cares. Ever since Paul George left. So, yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about the Pacers, man. I'm very I'll, off of them. Just... <laughs> I, I actually remember us talking about this, like, last year. I remember <laughs> saying to you two, I wish I could pull up the tape because I feel proud about it now. Don't be the team, Indiana, that trades everyone to, a year too late. Be a year too early. We said this last year because last year they could have gotten some serious value for Sabonis and Brogdon, oh. right? Because it would have been a bit unexpected for them to blow it up. If they do it now, everyone's expecting it because they are going nowhere. It's best case scenario. They're going to get lose by 20 in the first game of the play-in. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just think it's such a mistake by their front office to not trade everyone last year. They need to blow it up. It's the sooner the better because it's only going to get worse because everyone starts to sense the yeah. um, anxiety the in the Pacers front office. Yeah. They're bad. They suck. They're bad. They stink, bro. Mm. Get them out of here. Get mm. them out of my NBA. Someone who doesn't stink, though, and who we may have been too quick to judge... Um, is Cade Cunningham, and look, oh, did we that. did we did say that you know last week we did say that we needed to wait, and and I'm glad that we did because at the moment 
he is balling. I mean, his last seven, well, balling as, from a rookie standpoint. I mean, his last seven games, he averaged 17, 6, 5, and 2 steals. Um, in those seven games, he won three of them, launching the Mighty Pistons from last to second last nice. with four wins. Um, and, I mean, look, he's solid on defense. He's a good passer of the ball. He's all-rounded, and he is just getting better with time. So I think, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to watch Cade because his – and his stats mean something. Like, they're translating into wins. You see Jalen um, – yeah, Jalen Green put up 20 and they still lose by 15 to 20 points. Um, and that's not slandering Jalen Green, but that's just promoting Cade Cunningham. I wonder what Cade's odds to win the uh, Rookie of the Year are. I still have Evan. Come on, man. Making you love Evan Mobley. Listen, what are man, you doing, big guy? Come on. You know what I love a little bit more than Evan Mobley? Value. Value. <laughs> Winning all the money I've lost from sports. <laughs> <laughs> Like it makes, I agree that I think it's yeah, like I said, eighteen, seven, and five, whatever he is, like, and the Pistons are winning. Which, if you're a rookie playing on a winning team, which just means five hundred, like that's a big deal, especially when you're the number one pick team. That doesn't happen very often. And while we're on the subject of good teams, we talked about them last week because <laughs> Ben and wow, I heard three seventy five was favorite. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Who who uh, who's three seventy five? Cade. Okay, interesting. Okay. I'll have a look at that. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that. Um, Evan's four dollars. When when you were introducing the Cade Cunningham bit of yours, Tim, I thought you were about to mention the Warriors. Oh, the way no, you were introing no. it, I've got the Warriors again. Ugh. I'm all in. I am literally all in on the Warriors and Steph this year. They're the best team in the league. Like they just are. I saw them in the space of a week dismantle Brooklyn on national television. Um, beat the Pistons with no Draymond Green or Steph Curry. Mm. And then they beat the Raptors by 15 points. Curry scored 12 points in that game. Jesus Jordan Poole dropped 33. They're unbelievable, especially if Kyrie's sitting with the Nets. They're the best team in the league. And them and the Suns in the West right now, I think they're such a golfing class, mm. especially the way the Lakers look. Like It's looking like a four-horse race, really, for the title with the Bucks, Nets, Suns, Warriors, in my opinion. Always in, but it's the guys that you don't expect from the Warriors. Wiggins is dropping nineteen mm. and eight, and he's defensively just a stud right mm. now. He's everything they need for six minutes a game. Steph sits. Steve Kerr goes. Wiggins, this is your team for six minutes. It's his perfect That's role, he and he it. does it, and he's unbelievable. Jordan Poole is the next coming of Steph Curry. Mm. <laughs> he he's unconscious when he gets going. Sometimes he shoots too much, but when he's on, it's he nuts. turns into mini Steph Curry. And shout out to, could be probably coach of the year, Steve Kerr. Mm. Some of the things he's drawing up there, he's <laughs> he's on roll. That Brooklyn game, some of like the box and one stuff they were doing with um, against the Nets to stop KD. Uh. Not very, they don't you don't see that very often in regular season stuff. And, Kerr, and that team's just humming on all cylinders. Mm. Man, and Clay's not there, and neither's Wiseman. When they come like, back, <sighs> my god, and Clay. This could be this. This could be a 67 win team. Clay's coming like, back really? in a couple like Clay's coming back they think before Christmas, just before Christmas. Plenty of time to get <sighs> plenty of time That's to gonna get That's going to be conditioned. the most watched game all year, that Clay return game. Mm. Oh, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. It's be I'm crazy. So, oh, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> this was not meant to happen. I'm not anymore. This is not meant I'm to not happen. I'm so sick of it happening. It is fun Warriors to watch, being good though. and Steph being good. So it is fun. It is so it's fun. fun and it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I watch the Warriors over the Knicks. I'll say it. Uh, and I love the Knicks. As much as I love watching Randall hit turnaround jumpers. Jesus. Yeah, the Dallas games. Dallas games. Who the hell watches a Dallas Mavericks game, Tim? Uh, Not even Dallas watches no. the Dallas game. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm with you, Makes. That team is fun. That team is certified fun. It sucks. It sucks. I just hate it. Because oh, we were so off of them. We were so off of them. We were so confident Damn, about I, it, too. Stephen A was right. Why do we... Why'd, but I don't blame us. Like, if you said best case scenario for them, I would say everything they're doing on offense right now, I would say is best case scenario. If you ask me at the start of the year, mm. it's the defense. Mm, I would not have picked the Warriors to be the best. I'm pretty sure they're the best defense in the league yeah, by all major metrics, mm. and it's not even close. Like, and the third in and the, their offensive rating is like third. Yeah, third in offensive rating, first in defensive rating, first points differential by with 14. Jesus. Any Ben? <laughs> do you have any final ones? No, I don't have any. I think that we've covered mostly everything I wanted to talk about. Okay, as long as Manx, I don't care about you. As long as Ben is satisfied. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I'm satisfied. I'm done. Perfect. I'm ready for you to give us 
one of the best outros of all time. And I want you to nail the TikTok handle first time when you do it. All right, all right. Well, look, guys, thanks. This, wow. So, uh, sorry, my mic must have cut out because I got a re- bit of reverb. But um, but this is this is it. So thanks, guys, for listening. Make sure you follow us on TikTok at Get Around It Pod. Again, thank you for listening and bye.